Welcome to the Talk podcast with ideas strategist Linda Reed Enova. Talk is where we chat about ideas and inspiration you can use to market your business. Get ready for practical tips you can implement today with your host, Linda Reed Enova. Hi, everyone. Linda Reed Enova, and welcome back to this episode of the Talk podcast. Well, whether you're presenting in a boardroom or you're lecturing in a classroom or speaking in front of a large audience or even getting course content together, conveying your ideas clearly and compellingly is crucial when it comes to getting your message off. So in this episode of the Talk Podcast, we're going to delve into seven ways you can present your ideas like a professional so that you have the best chance possible of having your ideas uptaken, understood and acted on by your audience. And the first tip is all about knowing your audience. So you've created customer personas, you know what your student persona is like, you know who you're going to present to. When we start to create our presentation, we need to tailor that message to the audience we're about to present to. So we want to look at their interests, their expectations, and their level of understanding of the topic we're about to present to. If we don't know the audience, we need to ask the person that we're about to host for, or if we're putting together a course or a tutorial, we might want to conduct a little bit of survey or feedback about what people might want to know beforehand so that we make sure that we have their background knowledge and any concerns that our presentation might be able to address for them. The next thing about developing our presentation is we want to remember that structure is key. Structure is key to us delivering our message well. Structure is key to making sure that we don't overwhelm the audience. So we want to make sure that we structure our presentation. So we begin with that hook, that startling question, that fact that's going to engage our people, get them to buckle in and get our audience's attention. That's what we want to do, hook them in, get them watching, get them working with us. Then we want to make sure the body of our presentation, whether that's a PowerPoint that we're putting together, a course or a video or even a podcast like I'm presenting right now, that we stick to the rule of three and we present three main points or sections because people tend to remember information when it's better presented in sets of three. And you'll notice as I talk through today, I'm giving you sets of three as we talk through this podcast episode. And then we want to go through to our conclusion where we recap our main points with a call to action. So we go over those key things of the rules of three that we've covered and we have a compelling call to action, which is what we want to take them, or we leave them with a compelling final thought, which means that our message is going to stay with them. So we either need to get them to act or remember throughout that process. So once we've got the structure to our presentation right, we can then look at including visual aids slides, charts, infographics, videos, photos to illustrate our points. We want to make sure that we don't use visual aids for visual aids sake, but they do help people remember the information. So we want to make sure they're simple, they're relevant, and they're free of clutter. Tools like PowerPoint can be beneficial to your presentation. They can create some interaction, but don't let them dominate your talk. Keep them as a starting point. You don't have to get too clever. You need a slide that visually connects with your people to connect the message or a photo that connects the message. We don't need to go too far down the track. And as a bonus one, some ways that you can really engage your audience with visual aids is jumping in and doing drawings on the board and getting them involved as you walk them through a process or procedure. Now, number four is following on from using the visual aids to create engagement, but engaging with our audience. You've got a great visual aid in making eye contact. It also helps you establish credibility and create a really strong connection with your audience. Plus, once you've got eye contact with a couple of members inside the audience, you can check whether your messages is getting through and monitor the body language and adjust your delivery based on the reactions that you've got. 
either it's not being understood or they're yawning and they're stretching and you maybe need to adjust from there. And remember to ask questions or have interactive sessions that get them up and get them involved in the presentation that you're working with. Not only by asking questions, but we also get them involved in getting an idea about what we maybe need to present next or what we maybe haven't covered in this presentation and we can quickly cover along the way. Now, I'm a big believer in number five. It's all about rehearsing, making sure that we familiarize ourselves with the material. We test our technology. We present with confidence. We've gone through the presentation once or twice to get ourselves going through. We've practiced out loud any of the things that we think we might stumble across. And if we've got the opportunity, we present in front of a trusted colleague or a small audience for feedback. But if not, you've got teddy bears, you've got children, you've got all of those things around you. Just feel free to present and start making that eye contact and get that in the rehearsal. And considering rehearsing in the actual venue, if you've got time and you have the opportunity to get a feel for that space. Now, number six, when we're presenting, we are going to have nerves. It is okay to be nervous, but we want to manage that. So we're going to transform nervous energy into enthusiasm. So some techniques before you get in there is listen to music that's going to make you feel on for that presentation or that topic. Deep breathe, visualize if you need to, if you want to do a short meditation session or, you know, just do some little activities that will calm your vagus nerve, then, you know, just simple things like clasping your hands together tightly for a minute will help you calm down along the way. And focus on the message, not yourself, because it's not you they're there for. It's the message that they're there for. And it's about the audience and what they can gain from your presentation. And remember, by not presenting, you don't help them. But by presenting and getting out there and sharing your information, you're able to help them and engage with them. And then number seven is to handle questions effectively. If you've done a really good job at your presentation, you're going to have questions. This is great. Be prepared for them. Use tools like ChatGPT to see what possible objections you might have so that you can be prepared for them and you can have your confidence and you know you know your stuff. Listen attentively to the questions that people come up with. If you don't know the answer, it's okay to say so. Commit to getting back to them later and do the follow-up. It is better to come back with a more concise and compelling answer that helps guide them than something that sends them down a rabbit hole that's not in the right direction or you know, share where they can find out more. So there's seven steps to make sure that you get your message across consistently, effectively, and concisely when you're engaging with your people. Remember where you can seek feedback after your presentation because continuous improvement is always a hallmark of any professional and every presentation is an opportunity to learn and refine your skills further. And for those of you who might have been hoping to present to a large audience and you get a small audience, remember, it is not a large audience that always converts. Sometimes a connection with a small audience or one person can teach us so much and they become a lifelong client with ours for the rest of the time. So good luck with your presentation. And I hope that this episode of Talk has helped you on your journey. Thank you for listening to another episode of Talk with Linda Reed Enova. Make sure you subscribe via your favourite podcast app so you don't miss the next great episode. You can find more ideas and inspiration at lindareedeneva.com.au.